0: Welcome to a very spooky, mini episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Alberton, and who's the unlucky bastard with me tonight?
1: <laughs> uh, a ghastly Michael K. Hughes, I guess. I don't know, I hadn't thought this far. This was kind of spur of the moment.
0: <laughs> this is very spur of the moment, but it needed to be done.
1: <laughs> the world needs to know this game exists. Yep, for once it's you uh, putting a game in my hands and be like, hey, we should, we should play this. So I'll introduce what this mini is going to be about.
0: We're playing a very unknown spooky game called Night Slasher. Made by, it was an arcade game only, never came to America till very recently. And it is made by Data East. You Data know, East. guys that made, that Captain, Am- made Captain America. <laughs>
1: it's more relevant. Well,
0: that's one for of the best show. games that they ever did. Yeah,
1: that's more relevant for our show, since we reference it constantly.
0: Welcome to die. No, sorry, wrong
1: game. Uh, but, to
0: those that are like, what the fuck is Night Slashers? <laughs> you are correct, I right? So, Night Slashers is a horror-style up in the style of Final Fight, Streets of Rage, your normal beat-em-up game, but this time you're not fighting thugs, you're fighting zombies and werewolves and vampires. Oh my, it is strange.
1: It sure is. <laughs> so, like, this, each stage gets progressively weirder, and i I had to keep stopping, like Mike. What the hell is this game? <sighs> but for yeah. anybody
0: curious, you can play it on Switch. Yeah, it is out now on Switch for what is it called, John?
1: It's something strange, I Johnny Turbo. Forget. Yeah, I think so. We come with all the facts, and we can oh yeah, we are mornings. highly prepared. I, I want to say Johnny too. Turbo. Yep. Yeah, why it's... is it called that? I don't. It originally came out in 1993. If you didn't say that, I can't remember. I don't remember either.
0: <laughs> so. I mean, like in many beat-em-ups, this is a game where one is one to three players, which would have probably been cool because this game kicks your ass. So I can see that. Mm-hmm. And for those that... And one thing interesting to it does... I do have a question for you, Mike. So what yeah. character did you play as majority of this game? Uh, whenever given the option, I play as girl. So I played as girl. Hong Hua? <laughs> sure. She's the speedy character of this game. Yeah. I mean, like all beat-em-ups, you have a strong, you have a medium, and you have a, and you have a fast character. Strong, slow, Naturally, medium... Yeah. I played as Christopher. I think Christopher's. Yeah.
1: I figured you were going to play as the guy with the, the cyborg arm. I tried. I think... He's too slow. Okay. Yeah, I can't I, do the, the slow beat-em-ups,
0: stuff. I always go for the middle character. Makes sense. It's just kind of my style for these type yeah. of things. I had actually played this game last year or the year before. I can't remember. I have it written down, but I didn't look because, you know. That makes sense. <laughs> so I, I knew this game existed, but am you were in for a treat, weren't you?
1: Oh, man, I had no idea. Those screenshots for that Switch version did not do this game justice. Like, seeing it in action is just something to behold. Hey, one, the sprites are... St- hey, this game has a story, too. Uh, apparently. apparently.
0: There is a story. There were words that came on yeah. the screen and, and say there things. There
1: were Japanese characters in the screen, but... Oh, not in my version. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: So, it actually has a story, something about survival, and you're in a house, and humans are dying, and zombies are overtaking the world. Yeah, that checks out. There's a whole story to this game. I mean, we're not here to talk about that because not <laughs> paid attention.
1: Well, I can't read Japanese, so.
0: I had an English patched version. Oh, there so. you go.
1: That's, that's probably easier.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yours have been on there for a while though. So yeah, you have three the character, you have three characters. They all have some kind of like storyline. Like one's American monster hunter and all sorts of stupid crap. But the idea is that the world's been overrun by these monsters because some portal has been opened, But honestly, no one cares about the story. It's not why you're playing to beat them up. No. So it's just the weirdest game. Like it starts off like any like any horror any horror thing. You have to start in a hospital. Oh yeah. And that's what this game hits you right away. Like it starts off, you're in the first levels. You're in a van running over zombies, and you crash into a into a glass wall,
1: <laughs> like you do.
0: And right away, the first fright you're going to see is a zombie spitting out something, and everything is gory and bloody, and zombies are missing arms, and it is just the perfect
1: horror game. It really is. Games. Like you started to say earlier, the sprites are really fantastic. Like the way the zombies kind of. Either fall apart or melt or whatever. It seemed like every <laughs> seemed like every enemy had multiple animations that could go through when they die.
0: Yeah, they also can like. There's parts you have elevators that just drop off more zombies, and zombies can go in the ground for some reason, and then pop just sit there. and You can kick them. Like it is just, it's a very gruesome looking game. I'm watching it right now as we're talking.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't figure out that attack. You like at least with the girl character, you could jump and hit down and attack, and you just kind of like stomp them into the ground and then you can kick their heads i never did that it's pretty entertaining like it even worked on most of the bosses that's cool i
0: mean it's just it's really unique and i feel like not enough people have ever even heard this game existed
1: Uh, i i had apparently heard of it and then completely forgotten about it
0: yeah this will stick with you though i like i said i played it once before and then here i am playing it all over again
1: (laughs) i did not expect to sit down and play this all in one sitting today
0: yeah, no, I didn't either. <laughs> I mean, I know you're, and then I remember you one of the comments you made because as you're playing this game, like any em up, you'll find healing items throughout the game,
1: and in this <laughs> game, it's food. And I, I but, said, in like this game, more than any other beat 'em up, I would not eat food that's lying around because there's just blood and guts and viscera flying everywhere. It's like, nope, no, thank you.
0: I mean, this is a really unique game. Actually, I mean, you have clear all attacks that you can do that cost health, of course, because, you know, to beat them up. I mean, it's a very, it's very unique, I would say. And, and the fact that it never came to, it only ever came to America until recently, until Johnny Arcade on the Switch a couple years ago.
1: Yeah, I would imagine with all the blood and gore, it probably didn't pass censors, even back then. Well, I mean, you know, well, no, we're okay with gore. We just don't like sex
0: in America. <laughs> sex is a scary one.
1: We yeah, don't want, well. We don't
0: want our kids to see a nipple, but
1: they can see blood and guts, but no nipple. As much no, as no they censored splatterhouse like they would have had to been double doing double duty for this game yeah i agree with you just like the first boss you come across is a mad scientist riding on a gurney just eviscerating a zombie just standing fully fully erect just slicing the zombie's chest open
0: oh and this came out in 20 the johnny turbo version came out in 2018 by the way for anyone curious oh so it's been around for Couple years, two years at this point, eight dollars. So if you if you if you like what we're saying, you can play it.
1: <laughs> it's worth checking out. Maybe not but, for eight dollars, but
0: so you were saying about the mad scientist
1: before I cut you off. Yeah, it's just <laughs> he's just riding, standing on a gurney, riding the bed, slashing open a zombie. It's like that's the first boss you're introduced to. is like oh, it's gonna be one of those games.
0: It is one of those games.
1: <laughs> yeah, because then you beat him and he just melts. It's like okay.
0: Yeah, it's strange like that, but then it brings you immediately into the second the, the second boss, which is Frankenstein.
1: Frankenstein Blanca. <laughs> he, had, he had a lot yeah, of yeah. electricity attacks like Blanca. Also, my my fight in this, my playthrough had no music. Why not? If, Mine did. Uh, okay, it's just my copy then. My uh, oh, version.
0: Yeah. I think it's safe to say neither of us were playing the Johnny
1: Turbo version, were we? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, music cut in, cut out every now and then, but it's fine. When it did play, it was super cool.
0: It's not bad. And after you beat each boss, you have like a little storyline comic book panel looking thingy where it's, where they were like Drac- you're fighting Dracula at first. For some reason, you're chasing after Dracula.
1: Yeah, He looks like a cross between Dimitri from Dark Darkstalkers and Alucard from Castlevania. That's a good way to put it.
0: It's also funny. Every time a level starts in this game, you're, you you ha- you throw off your cloak that you're wearing. Every character has like some kind of cloak and they throw it off to start the level.
1: Yeah, she's got like some kind of ceremonial robe.
0: Oh, there's a charge attack you can do, too, apparently.
1: Yeah, I figured that on an accident uh, mm-hmm. around stage three. Like, you hold down the button, and this little, I guess, a semicircle forms around you, and then when it gets yeah. full, you can let it go. To It's not super useful. It doesn't do a whole lot of damage, according to the boss health bars.
0: <laughs> well, this is that kind of... It's an old quarter muncher arcade beat up It's not meant to... It's meant to take your money.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, first couple stages were fine. I didn't struggle too bad, but... By like four or five, every stage starts with so many enemies on screen.
0: Oh, yeah. It, it does do like, one thing it does, it's interesting in a beat-em-up that you don't always see. You, this game has a little bit of variety. Like in the second level, when you're in a forest, you end up chasing after a ghost carriage. So you're constantly moving, you're constantly running, and you hit buttons to attack, and the enemies are running next to you. But it's, it's a cool little gimmick to have something different.
1: Yeah, even before that, the game kind of caught me off guard. There's this human character standing... In the middle of the forest. And I'm like, well, who's this guy? Do I talk to him? You get close to him and he morphs into a werewolf. They, they want full Teen Wolf here.
0: And we got to talk about when you fight Geppetto and Pinocchio.
1: Oh, my God. That was so bizarre.
0: <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I was thinking about that. Like, yeah, that's what it is. It's a weird blue puppet and an old man. I'm like, that's Ge- Geppetto and Pinocchio. doesn't say yep. it, but it is.
1: And Pinocchio's got this super creepy laugh and he throws his head at you. Like, you know, like puppet stuff.
0: And as I'm watching this, apparently there's different moves you can do. You can actually do, like, random moves in this game, too. Not Um, random,
1: more skilled moves where you're, like, he's shooting things I didn't realize you could do because I didn't do any of that. I did a few things. Like, it's got the the standard beat-em-up dash attack, and then whenever I got knocked on the ground, every so often I would handspring out of it into a kick, which was pretty cool. It's actually how I killed the Frankenstein monster. That never happened for me. (laughs) So it was, like three out of every 10 times maybe okay yeah i did i i was struggling yeah, it's pretty
0: rough but i was playing on a different i wasn't playing on a controller so oh yeah that's not the way to do this yeah <laughs> there's credits it doesn't matter but as i'm watching it looks like he looks like there's an ability where he, well maybe that's a special maybe there's different specials and oh, i guess i just didn't use the uh i didn't use the
1: powerhouse character at all yeah and there's definitely some pickups there's one that says uh, "stinger,"
0: I think, but I have yeah. no
1: no idea what it does. Me either.
0: And, <laughs> of course, there's dumb line. There's you know, when you run into one of the the second the stage two boss, the golem. He's like, "I will crush you," and your character, "There'll be no crushing today."
1: You know, this is the, this is the '90s arcade beat 'em up. I love the golem because a he looks like he has googly eyes on his face. Yeah, he does. And b when you hit him, he bleeds. So you can't get blood from a stone. <laughs>
0: I mean, this is just. But again, the
1: sprite work in this game is something else. Yeah, it's pretty good. So when you kill him, he falls apart, and find out that he's being controlled by some kind of orb inside him that shatters. Like it's a cool little touch. Like you're playing Castlevania Bloodlines. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, it's in there. Which got you know, around the time people hear this. Oh, nice. Good. And oh, something around that. And then you also have bonus stages in this game. I I couldn't figure out how to do the first bonus stage, which is like think of Whack a Mole.
1: Yeah, what you had to be, head? yeah, because it's like I was saying before, it's the zombies and stuff stuck in the ground. You have to be right on top of them and hit the attack button to do the kick. Oh, it's basically, yeah, it it's like you'd think you would be in front of them a little bit, but you had to be right on them. But we got to talk about the billboards in the, in the background. Did you read those? Hungry Burgers and Drug Zombie. <laughs> drug Zombie.
0: <laughs> and the Hungry Burger is a burger with an arm sticking out of it.
1: And it looks like the one off to the... I think it's to the right. It looks like it says Voodoo Shop on it. Yeah, and then there's a
0: left one with, like, half-naked women. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's a weird game. Drug zombie. <sighs> uh. You're welcome, by the way, to introduce you to this game.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I'll, I'm sure I'll play this again, which I guess we'll get to at the end of this episode.
0: And then you go to you go to a castle, like a prison. I thought that was cool. And, like, another thing that's interesting, like, any, you know, any old beat-em-up, is it does do a decent job with the background stuff that's happening. Like when you get to the prison, you see people tied up upside down, moving around. You have doors. People are monsters will come out of it. You have to fight. It's very like everything is interesting. Like it keeps, it keeps things keep going.
1: Yeah. It's like, there's always something to take in when you're not surrounded by enemies. Like a the, lot of enemies. the giant executioners here with the, with the hoods and the giant axes.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's a hundred percent a horror game, even though it's beat them up <laughs> horror, but still horror enough so strange like i actually found out this game existed by accident a year or two years ago when i was looking for quick quick spooktober games to play and somebody in some random thing it's night slashers i'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> that's how i found it and then ever since then i've been trying to educate people about this game
1: it has to be one i heard from from a snestrunk video like one of those okay yeah, games one. that never came to super nintendo or something
0: this would have been great on super nintendo
1: yeah I don't know that it could handle all the, the sprite work, but they would they could have made it
0: work. They didn't want... I mean, this Nintendo wouldn't have been okay with... I mean, oh, hell, God, no. <laughs> some of the enemies that you fight when they die, their head bursts and out come all these guts and things. Like
1: It's pretty, gruesome. Wouldn't, pretty wouldn't,
0: gruesome. It's a really gruesome looking game. It's probably one of the bloodiest beat-em-ups I ever played.
1: Yeah. I mentioned Splatterhouse out there. I think this, uh, this takes the cake over that. I've never played Splatterhouse very far. I played the 2010 one. Does that count?
0: I own it. <laughs> maybe i'll have to play that no it does not count i think of the original three and i think one of them is only arcade but
1: i can't remember i think you could unlock those in that one though. Uh, yeah. i've seen videos of them they're they're pretty they're pretty brutal too that's not why we're here so like, it's no. just it's just a very strange game for the third time
0: <laughs> like one part you go on an elevator which is kind of cool
1: well yeah because it's not a beat-em-up or you don't have at least an elevator at least one elevator sequence and you fight enemies
0: with like a green hockey mask at one point. So more horror references. And uh, I'm watching this guy play it on YouTube who's like not even getting hurt at all. It's impressive. I got beat up all the fucking time. <laughs> I mean, I was playing on a touchscreen, still, it's not an easy game. It's a quarter wow. muncher.
1: Oh, yeah. So I did fine for the first, first few levels. And then uh, it kind of ramps up. What do you think of the possessed armor? He looked kind of familiar. He looked very uh, Cecil from. Final
0: Fantasy Four, ah, One of the best games ever made. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> he does have that whole dark Knight look to him. I liked him, mm-hmm. and I liked how when you first meet him, he's like, I I will not let thee pass. You will not stop me. Oh, <laughs> oh, Data East. So anyone was curious, it wasn't just Captain America where they decided to do stupid voiceovers, it's just Data East in general, apparently, in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, I love the stupid voiceovers in Captain America, but
1: still. Oh, they're so good. No, they're not. <laughs> Where's the bomb? Ask the police. <laughs>
0: I love that game so much.
1: It's so good.
0: Yeah, episode 16 for that one. So, And it's just like, it's a, I mean, I think it's a unique beat-em-up too. Like you, you have paintings that you are trying to kill you. You have fat guys with their head burst open when you kill them.
1: Yeah, I didn't get the reference on those guys. I don't know if they were supposed to be an homage to some kind of horror monster or what. I have no idea. They're kind of pain the ass out because like, <laughs> they like jump up into the air and then elbow slam on you. Yeah, it's it's annoying, but you do have like a,
0: a wide variety of moves too. It looks like that you can do. It's it's a cool game.
1: It's just, good. It's you so, got to fight a so uh, fight, not not Alucard at the, end I, of the castle castle level.
0: I like the Dracula fight. I thought Dracula was cool that they have him in here, and you kill him like he's the big bad. You think when you see the opening and everything, and then you kill him halfway through the
1: game. Yeah, I kind of I was kind of like. Is, is it over? All right. I, I also have to say I hate. Bosses in games that summon smaller enemies. Like, he keeps tossing out these bats that turn into other vampires, and it's so annoying. It's called quarter munching. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, but remember,
0: only a fool says never. You probably couldn't see that, could you? That's one of the lines. And after you kill Dracula, he said, you'll never stop the portal. And then your guy, only a fool says
1: never. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's bad. It's funny. But it's bad. It's only a Sith deals in absolutes, something like that. Only, not, yeah, only just in Yeah, you're right. I'm not a Star Wars guy. That's you. I know. That's why I'm surprised if you're, <laughs> you're a Star Wars Pokemon in your mouth. I'm like, there's some new things. Hey, don't worry, there'll be more Star Wars later in the show. <laughs> not far, actually. That'd be out by now, wouldn't
0: it? This is, I don't know. And and the clear all attacks are pretty cool to me in this game. I mean, of course they take health, like as I said before, but they are cool. They do a good job of helping you empty things. The one one of the boss that didn't make any sense to me in this horror vibe is you go to like a fake looking Egypt place and you fight <laughs> these two twins. And I didn't understand what that was. I got nothing.
1: I don't know. I just have them in my notes as the Quetzalcoatl brothers. Oh
0: and by the way the famous line for that is out of my way, pal,
1: when the fight starts. Ooh, good line.
0: <laughs> oh my god. The voice the voice acting is what you expect from 19 you know, nineteen ninety data east.
1: Yeah, like if you played Captain America or X Men, then you know what to expect here.
0: Welcome to die.
1: <laughs> no, Nothing Nothing stop. Yeah, yeah, I'll we'll have to, love will have to play that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it has, it has some cool levels. Like even, and then I, I want to say it's after this, and you end up on a freaking like pl- giant Harrier jet or something of that nature.
1: Yeah, it says Royal Air Force on the side when, when it first pans in into the shot. It's pretty cool. Like, you
0: fight... I mean, I, I played a lot of Bino with my time, but fighting on a giant plane, it's not bad.
1: So, okay, planes are already in the air. Your characters and, and their robe of whatever sort. Planes are already overrun with zombies. How how did they get to this situation?
0: Well, they have other planes that are flying next to you that are dropping off zombies. That's fair.
1: Because apparently this
0: world is overrun by zombies and there's not much left but, like, a couple people. That's what it says in the intro that you couldn't read. <laughs> they show that family and the... the first little vignette. Yeah, and that's where it talks about it, how there are not many people left anymore. Because there's been a portal that's been opened up, and that's... And then, of course, this game does boss refights, because, you know, it has to. Well, no, not yet. You have to fight a pharaoh looking thing for some... A mummy.
1: Yeah, I I have it in my notes as Asps on a plane.
0: Eh? Eh? I like the the mummy. He looked cool. I, I have a thing for mummies. I don't know.
1: He's one of the few that you don't refight in the the last stage.
0: Yeah, no one stage sticks. I mean, because, you know, so classic beat them up. But you fight a ghost plane, you have the jump and kick. That was interesting. <laughs> it's
1: so stupid. Fighting an attack, attack chopper with your bare hands on foot. Uh, I just
0: kept dying using the special attack, so I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, keeps spitting out the stupid zombies with the knives that slide at you. Seems like death. any, any beat them up with an enemy that holds a knife is the worst enemy. Because, like, Streets of Rage, they charge at you with those little things super annoying
0: yeah this game is it's good at that too like and when you you have to refight dracula too and you find out that it's death that's been resurrecting ends up resurrecting all the bosses for you to refight because it's a it's an you know a beat him up in the
1: 90s <laughs> it was cool to see the you actually fight the grim reaper and speaking of captain america he he goes full war in there for a bit where he's <laughs> oh, yeah, spin, he does. spin spinning around the side bouncing around the screen yeah, <laughs> you will not pass. <laughs> I wish I could replicate that laugh. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: I can't. Okay, but death is cool. I, 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 I don't know. I like any game lets me fight death. I always have a thing for fighting Grim Reapers. There's a series know. called Castlevania. You should yes, check out. I know. will be a couple. There's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I'm a big. F- I, I love Castlevania too, as you know. Oh yeah, okay. me too. I don't know. And it's just again, there's not a whole lot more to say about this game other than you fight death and then you end up in some weird like underground lab and then you fight a giant like
1: robot demon and even before that like there's a bunch of enemies on screen and then like mike said earlier an elevator door opens and more enemies pour out and then another elevator door enemy (laughs) door opens and more enemies pour out it's just absolutely meant to take all your money it's insane i kept dying over and over
0: i mean that's what these games were at the time
1: they're quarter munchers yeah Then you get to the last boss, which is some kind of demon robot possessed by the Ghostbusters librarian ghost. (laughs) (sighs) Not accurate, but close. It's pretty close. Look up screenshots. I'm not far off.
0: I I do like how the final fight in this entire game is you running with fire in the bottom and you're fighting like half a robot floating in the air trying to hit you.
1: Yeah, you got to do the Metroid escape.
0: It's what they call
1: a a load-bearing boss. You kill the boss and everything explodes. And boy, you. does it explode. It's like a freaking nuke that goes off.
0: And then you get a weird little ending where it shows like little vignette little shots of them, what they're doing. But it's different. This ending looks different than the one I got.
1: Yeah, I figured it was going to be different for each character because mine was the girl oh. in like a sundress reading a book. And some dude comes up. And he's like, hey, I got a ghost problem. You
0: OK, it what? was different. Mine was uh, Jake where he just goes off to be on his own.
1: That's boring. Yeah, And then the other guy, he go- and the big guy
0: goes gambling. <laughs> okay. I was wondering why, like, I'm like, well, I don't remember gambling. I remember Christopher or Jake, whatever the hell his name is, being off on his own in some cabin. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, there's different <laughs> endings, apparently, in this game.
1: That's kind of, a, kind of a cool touch for an arcade beat-em-up. I wouldn't expect separate endings. You didn't expect this game to exist. Or to be entertaining in a very bizarre way.
0: Yeah. Oh, in the Japanese version, the blood and gore is uncensored. Red blood instead of green. But in the overseas version, there's an option to adjust the blood color.
1: Oh. Yeah, mine was horrid. It was mine. I was playing the Korean version, though. So we got to talk about the go arrow. Did the you what? notice this? Whenever you stand in one place for too long and just get does the classic beat him up, the little arrow pops up and it says go telling you oh, to yeah. move forward. And then it flips over and it says to hell on the back. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? That's cool. When I first noticed it, it just said to hell. So I thought was like, OK, go to hell. But then the second time it actually says go and then flips over. <laughs> yeah, cool.
0: I did not see that.
1: Yeah, it kept popping up even while I was still fighting enemies. So the game really wants you to get through it. I wanted to get through it too. <laughs> it's pretty short. It was like maybe half an hour. Yeah, it, it's a short little game. It's not much. As long as you got the like twenty dollars, you need to get through it. It's pretty brutal.
0: I mean, that's just
1: that's just what games were at that time. Yeah, especially in the arcade, because no one knew what they were doing. So they was like, "Hey, we'll just make these to get all your money from you."
0: I'm just glad to know this game exists in a way that you can buy it nowadays.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. You don't see that very often. I guess the D&D beat-em-ups got re-released on PS3, but stuff like The Simpsons, I guess. Yeah, that that came out once, and I bought it on 360, but good luck finding it now. Yeah.
0: It ain't coming back.
1: No, probably not. It's like the Scott Pilgrim game. It's probably gone forever.
0: All right, any last things to say about this game before we move on?
1: No, I don't think so. I think we covered it pretty well. (laughs) Me too. There's
0: not a whole lot to say. All right. I think we'll go on to Shell for Bach. And since this was my pick, I'll go first. Um, This is a game that I just, again, it's spooked over. I needed, we needed something to play. And I'm like, and this just kind of hit me. It's just one of those games that not a lot of people know it exists and people should because it's strange. It makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> so you should play it. People should play it. It's going to, it's going to go on the shelf. Will I play it again? Yeah, I've beaten it twice now in two years, so (laughs) probably. Do I want to? I I don't know, but I'm sure I will again. (laughs) Just playing those games.
1: Yeah, I could see popping it in for uh, every Halloween just to to run through it. Like we said, it's a super short run through. And you got some kind of replay value. You can see the different endings. Mm. I think I'm going to put it on the shelf, too. Okay. Like that sprite work is something to behold. So if you don't feel like playing it, at least check out a YouTube video. You gotta, you gotta see this thing. Yeah, you, you should. I
0: mean, I, I don't know if I'd recommend paying eight dollars for it, but I am very happy to know that out there somewhere, people can play it. It exists. Yep. That. That makes me happy because me there aren't a lot of games that are that you know from this time that some that always that don't you know that i make it to some device that you can play it on in current in current gen right
1: there's so many games that are just lost to time
0: i'm glad that i'm glad that you enjoyed this weird weird ass thing that we found <laughs> I
1: just like I said it just kept getting weirder and weirder i'm like okay we have to talk about this mm-hmm. <laughs> the people have to know
0: i oh, don't know i've i've ever since i played this game the first time and we made a podcast episode about it now. I will always be telling people, play this game if, you, if you're if you in the mood for a weird-ass beat-em-up during Spooktober. Because, you know, I, there's so many people that when you get in October are ready for spooky stuff. They want to play spooky games. Well, this is a spooky game, all right, in some sense.
1: Yeah, in some sense.
0: I mean, I wasn't scared, but, you know, I did get <laughs> tons of gore and tons of blood, and I, I just stomped zombies in the ground, so close enough, right?
1: Yeah, it's definitely got gore and stuff in spades, so if you're into that, or if you like Splatterhouse check this out yeah all right
0: i think that's all we got so i think we should go to to some plugs first i want to say if you enjoyed this episode and listen to all their other spooky episodes that we got coming out this year and also we got some october episodes from last year that we did with more horror so if you're in the mood for some horror definitely check those out i know i say it wrong i also want to say that yeah, if you like this we also do mc we're currently going through all the mcu movies and we, we have tons of regular game episodes to check out, so definitely listen to all those. We have comic episodes that we do. We have more minis that we do, just like this one. We're a short, quick, little dose of nostalgic goodness. But definitely check those out. If you like our intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney from his EP, Bite the Bullet, Song of the Cool Kid Squad. And if you want to help out the show and you enjoyed this episode, tell somebody. Tell your friend. Tell your enemies. Tell tell anyone. <laughs> Let them know that you enjoyed games my mom found. We always we can use more listeners to help us do more with this show. All right. I wanna thank Mike for joining me and thank you guys for listening. We will see you all next time.
1: Bye.